Hi. (laughs) (laughs) You are listening to Talk Crooked, the social justice and comedy podcast for two friends laugh, cry, and rage about an unspeakable subject. While enjoying adult beverages, my name is Kay. And I'm Carrie. And go ahead, pause this, get your shots, and... One, two, three, go! Go! (laughs) Ah. Uh, that one went down much smoother. Good. Yeah. Let me get you a little ice bucket. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> or a frozen shot glass or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, hi, everyone. Hi. Uh, it's going to be 17 degrees tonight. Oh, yeah. As we're recording this. So I have my space heater in here, and (laughs) I'm all snoodled up under a blanket. (coughs) Oh, goodness. Sorry. Oh, you're good. Oh, goodness. (laughs) We are both very tired, so bear with us. We are. But we're very excited about the topic that we're going to do today. So do you have anything that you want to throw out right now, or... Do you want to throw out your book, your book fest thing? Because yeah, there before that, so yeah, absolutely. Um, so as you all know, I'm the intern. Uh, this, this, or I have an internship this semester. Um, I'm the intern for the Warren County Public Library, and I am currently helping promote and put on Book Fest, which is um, the state's largest book festival. Um, we have Woo-hoo! all. Yeah, we have all kinds of authors coming in. Um, our headliners are uh, Louis Sacker, who wrote Holes. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, we have so many other wonderful things. That dude is yeah. amazing. Yeah, he is incredible. Um, we've also got Ronald L. Smith coming for our Children and Teens Day. He is just going to be there on Friday, um, but Louis Sacker is going to be there both days. Um, it takes place March 20th and 21st. Um, it's at the Carol Nicely Center, um, here in Bowling Green for anyone, uh, who doesn't know what that is. It's Western South Campus, basically. Um, Mm -hmm. it is totally free, totally open to the public. Um, any signed books that you get from the author that you decide you want to get a signed book from, uh, you do have to pay for those, um, but Barnes and Noble is going to be there with their cash registers, so they're going to be taking card and cash. Um, nice. Yeah, That's so cool. Yeah, and so uh, you don't have to. Can you bring your own book and have them sign it? Um, I think you can. I haven't seen anything in the rules that says you can't. Um, <laughs> but any all like all the proceeds go to continuing to fund Bookfest. So we would really love oh, it if nice. you bought from us, so that we can keep putting this on. Um, yeah, that's fair. And I just meant, like, if I could find my copy of Holes, could I? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> bring I, it. like, grew up with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't know where it is. It might still be at my parents' house. <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> it's uh, one of my mom's favorite books, too. Oh, yeah. You'll have to have them come down, because I'm sure they would love it. There's oh, something. my mom would love it. Yeah, there's something there for everyone. We have all kinds of nonfiction and fi- uh, fiction authors. We've got a lot of children's and young adult authors. Um, 
We have one lady who wrote a book and all the proceeds from that actually go to Make-A-Wish Foundation. Um, I made a post oh, about that a few days awesome. ago. Yeah. and That's um, so cool. This sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> one more author that I thought would be really cool, Michael Bishop is going to be there. Um, that sounds familiar. Yeah, he um, wrote a book on the music or the murder in Music City. No, oh, um, that's why I know that name. Murder. Yeah. <laughs> Murder. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if MFM has posted the live show yet that we went to, um, but we saw Karen and Georgia in they Nashville. Have, yeah. Okay. Posted. Yeah. Uh, and if they you were at the uh, the Grand Ole Opry. There's yeah. Ep- that, that episode's posted for sure. Awesome. So I didn't listen to it a second time because I was like, I've already heard this one. <laughs> Well, um, if you all go and listen to that, the book that Karen talks about, um, the guy who wrote it is going to be there signing copies of it. So definitely, if you're a murderino or one of our fans, you're going to love it. Um, Mm -hmm. So come on. True crime. Go. Yeah. And history. Weird history. Oh, yes. Super old. Like, it wasn't like Old West or something crazy like that. No, it was in 1964. What? Yeah. I fully thought that she was talking about something from the 1800s georgia did no she didn't maybe i've got them backwards i'm so confused one of them no one of karen (laughs) karen did do um karen did do the old west one georgia did the murder of music city Okay, um, that's why I was confused. I was yeah. like, there was definitely like old black and white pictures <laughs> up there. Yeah. Okay, I thought um, it was crazy for a second. Yeah, but no, no, I was but just Georgia I had it backwards. Yeah, you're good. But no, there's Georgia tells the story. Yeah, that's a good one too. Mm-hmm. And there's gonna be tons of true crime authors there. Um, tons of history writers there. A lot of it is local Bowling Green history. Uh, There's this woman that Mary Lucas wrote about who sounds like our fucking hero. Um, She literally wrote this book based on people's actual accounts of this woman who is called the Madam of Bowling Green and I want it. Yes. Um, There's a whole ghost tour you can do on her. Oh yeah? Yeah I was researching places to call for work. Mm-hmm. Like haunted, like haunted places and historical places like that. To oh wow! Work and okay, yeah, that's one of the ghost store, the ghost tours in Bowling Green. It's called a triple X ghost <laughs> ghost tour. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> it's about the Madam of Bowling Green. So yeah, yeah, I know about her. Yeah, and she sounds just fucking fantastic. So yeah, we um, need to do that ghost tour this summer, this fall. Then yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll s- probably well, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we can try. <laughs> you might be. They might have it year round. I'm not sure. We'll have to look at it. Maybe. Um. I. I am planning a few day trips this summer to do things. Um. Mm-hmm. I've got a concert that I'm going to. Uh. And then I'm gonna go to Nashville one day and go to the Hermitage and go to the Parthenon and go to an art museum. Um. Fun. Yeah. And yeah. And shit. Yeah. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> and we should definitely go to that um haunted museum I that go I told to the you Octagon about. House. Yes, we we can go to that too because it's really cool and it's not far from where I live. Yeah. Um. All I right. literally drive by it whenever I go to Mike and Kita's. So that's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Will. But yeah, that was awesome. That play that sounds amazing. So yeah, um, I'm so I excited. Don't have anything that's happening. So <laughs> <laughs> I just went to work, and it's been a crazy, stupid week at work because everyone's 
out with the flu. So uh, my mom has been able to be nearly as productive as I could be. Yeah. My mom had the flu and then immediately after got strep. Oh my God, Karen. And she's hanging out in the living room. Well, yeah, I bet. It's fucking cold. She, sh- she shouldn't be in the garage. Well, no, like, she's just hanging out where we all go. Oh. So we can all get sick. So that we can all get sick? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> I love her so much. I just, I hope she feels better. And uses lots of hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, you guys. Well, this week... We are talking about ADHD, ADHD. which is great stuff. No, (laughs) but (laughs) I almost asked if we needed to do the creepy voice, and then I was like, you know what? It feels right. Let's go with it. Yeah, we have to do the creepy voice. That's how. That's how it works. It's our format. Yeah. Process. I've got to light my candle. I light my candle every time we record now after we've done the creepy voice. Nice. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's an Aries candle. It gets me going. God nice. damn it. Now it doesn't want to light because oh, I've no. said it on air that I'm going to light it. There we go. Yeah. Lit. Because it hates you. It Everything <laughs> hates me. Uh, apparently, uh, the people in my class did not like that I suggested this girl use either use less Irish or <laughs> give us a little glossary so we know what she's talking about. Apparently, everyone what? hated that. Yeah. Um, Use less Irish. Yeah, she's she's writing this really cool story. I really like it that she uses a lot of Irish terminology. Oh, and, like Gaelic words? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like... Gotcha. There's just... It's like it's cool, but it's also like I don't know what you what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I was like, I feel That's like funny. I'm missing part of the story. Apparently, other people did not agree. <laughs> Wow. Uh, I guess well, I was the asshole. Still important. Still important. <laughs> but, you know, it's fine. Oh, goodness. Speaking of being distracting. Um, so, <laughs> we really wanted to do an episode on this because um, both me and my husband have this um, disorder. Mm-hmm. And so will all of our future children because it's <laughs> just inevitable. That's the way it is. It's, it yeah. is genetic. Um and uh, my mom actually has it as well. Oh, and I didn't know she had it. Yep. Um, yep, yep, yep. That um, makes sense now. A lot of things about yes. her now make sense. <laughs> Does that slide a puzzle piece in place for you? It did. It sure <laughs> did. Yeah. Because I uh, sure knew it wasn't your dad. <laughs> no. Uh, well, most of my fi- my dad's, uh, I think my dad has it a little bit, but he just really, he, he's just antsy, I think, too. He yeah. just is a let's get up and go kind of a guy, mm-hmm. which is how his dad is. And, you know, it's just, it's just perpetuated, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it was kind of the perfect storm. But um, so I, with, I really, this is a topic that's, because of course I have this disorder, um, it's very important to me to talk to, to talk about it, um, especially since like, you know, so many people are dicks about it and mm-hmm. quote unquote don't believe in it and um, think think. And I will agree that sometimes it is overdiagnosed, but I also think that with awareness comes more diagnosis because we're more aware and w- the more that we can ref- like. Even since I've been, even since the last time I researched this, like just plain ADD is not 
used in medical terminology anymore. It's basically just all together in one. Oh, really? Um, it's it's all yeah. It's all just called ADHD now. So I mean that alone just show it's and it is a recognized disorder that's it's recognized by the medical community it, it is a real thing mm-hmm. so um you can believe it in or not but it's real and sorry <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're being ignorant if you don't believe in it and that's not and th- I do think that sometimes people are quick to jump to medication um medication is definitely helpful there are lots of options out there um mm-hmm. I'm always going to advocate for th- for for therapy and medication yeah um because that's that's been my that that's where I've found the most success personally because and I've been able to get off medication because I learned tools Mm -hmm. to help me manage the disorder but and ways to talk to myself so that I don't beat myself up over the disorder and but I've also learned and I also learned to not use it as an excuse because it's not an excuse and we'll we'll Mm -hmm. get to that the further I get into my segment here so let's Um, uh let's go ahead and define this sucker shall we were you trying to say something I'm sorry yeah no it's okay um when we started selling uh CBD at work we did uh stress that it did help with like ADHD um Mm -hmm. and it does. It's amazing. It does. But I will say that if you are wanting to test CBD um, with your child, for the love of God, don't take them off their medicine just yet. Oh, God. No. Um, please do not do that. And we were even told, to, like, if someone said, okay, well, I want to take my kid off ADHD medicine and do this instead right now, uh, to strongly caution them against that. And I got... Um, I got a uh, test call <laughs> from seriously. Uh, yeah, from a. Oh my gosh! I, I guess it was a manager that I hadn't spoken to a whole lot. Um, and he called me and he asked me, and um, he was like, "Well, I wanted to take my kid off his ADHD medicine and replace it with this right now. What do you think about that?" And I was like, "Please don't do that. Please do <laughs> not do that." What? <laughs> to your doctor <laughs> please talk to your doctor first there's a reason they prescribed what they prescribed at the dose that they mm-hmm. prescribed it at do not do yes. that i aced that yes. phone call um good job <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> all right so um, let's define yeah. this so yeah. um attention defi- adult attention deficit disorder okay i can't read <laughs> adult attention deficit hyperactivity disorder which is adhd mm-hmm. is a mental health disorder that ac- that includes a combination of persistent problems such as paying it sorry <clears throat> i'm like burping a, t- a bunch sorry oh, that's okay uh, such as <laughs> difficulty paying attention hyperactivity and impulsive behavior um of course that's not all of them and i'm going to get into the symptoms and i'm going to explain Mm-hmm. more about my own experience with some of these as well so well you'd um, better <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm gonna do um, it a- a- adult adhd can lead to unstable relationships poor work or school performance low self-esteem and other problems mm-hmm. though it's called adult ADD- adhd i keep saying add Uh, Though it's called adult ADHD, symptoms start in early childhood and continue into adulthood. In some cases, ADHD is not recognized or diagnosed until the person is an adult. Okay. I was actually diagnosed when I was in fifth grade. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. And that's because... Well, I'll talk about it a little bit more when I get down to these symptoms, but... um, 
uh, adult ADHD symptoms may not be as clear as ADHD symptoms in children. Um, I can say that I am not a health professional, but I can immediately recognize someone's ADHD symptoms. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you put me in a room with them long enough, I'm like, oh, your textbook. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you should see a doctor. You should see someone about that. We don't. Ha- you don't have to live like this. <laughs> Damn, bitch! You live like this. Like <laughs> no, seriously, there's just no need that we should suffer. So, um, in adults, hyperactivity may decrease, but struggles with impulsiveness, restlessness, and difficulty paying attention may continue. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where like you may have. You, you're going to experience all of these symptoms in one way or another. And everyone experiences some of these symptoms sometimes. That does mm-hmm. not mean that you have ADHD. If you're experiencing them, most of them, and it's impacting your life, mm-hmm. it that's when it's time to seek, to, to seek uh, a doctor. You yeah. Know? See, I think I experience um, some of the symptoms, but it's not because I have that. It's have because it. I yeah. have anxiety and some yeah. of those symptoms are kind of similar. But well, and to be fair, let's just jump ahead for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, coexist- the, the ADHD coexists with other conditions so that yeah. can coexist with certain mood disorders. Uh, so many people who have ADHD also have depression, bipolar disorder or other mood disorders. Mm-hmm. Um, so and it also says while mood problems aren't necessarily due directly to ADHD, a repeated pattern of failures and frustrations due to ADHD can then worsen your depression and all of absolutely. that kind of stuff, which I can absolutely <coughs> attest to. Um, and then anxiety disorders is another thing that it, it goes hand in hand with, which mm-hmm. I have. I have both depression <laughs> and anxiety as well. So yeah. yes, this is correct. Beautiful um, <laughs> triad there. Gorgeous. Yes. Um, Anxiety may cause overwhelming worry, nervousness, and other symptoms, and it can be made worse by the challenges and setbacks caused by ADHD, which is why it was really important for me to learn tools to, because I've learned that when I man, because my anxiety is kind of king. Mm-hmm. So when, in my little triad here, so I've learned that when I manage my anxiety really well, then everything else kind of tends to fall more into place, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And just learning about your disorder and learning how to manage it, like learning about being that knowing that you're disorganized or, and that you're going to forget where you put the mayonnaise. So mm-hmm. to, learning to put it back in the same place every time just to minimize the frustration you feel on a daily basis. Because I, well, I'll get there too. But I mean, I will go zero to 60 with my temper when it comes to not being able to find things. It oh, yeah. Like my number one biggest source of frustration in my life <laughs> <laughs> and um, I get so angry yeah that and then of course hang on just a second let me finish okay. this real fast so um there's some other of course other psychological disorders um personality disorders psychiatric disorders mm-hmm. substance use disorders intermittent dis- explosive disorder stuff like that all that kind of stuff goes hand in hand with it you're at an I- increased risk um because of the frustration, again, mm-hmm. um, that you can feel in being hot-tempered, which is another symptom. Um, and then other learning disabilities. So um, adults with ADHD may score lower on academic testing than would be expected for their age, intelligence, and education. Learning disabilities can include problems with understanding and communicating. I got a 17 on the reading part of my a- of my ACT. Mm-hmm. Not because I couldn't read, but because I read incredibly slowly because I also have a processing disorder yeah. that went undiagnosed. And so I had to go, but I had, and because it's timed and I can't read very fast, 
I got a really low score and they were going to try and put me in remedial reading in college. And so mom was like, uh, no. And so we went and I took the CLEP test, which of course wasn't timed. Yeah. And I got a 97% on it. And I was like, bye bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Good. See, I can read. Um, Okay, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. Oh, um, I was just going to say, like, that makes sense, like, having a name for it and having tools for whatever it is that you're struggling with. Um, Like, when I got diagnosed with PTSD and, like, major manic depressive disorder, Mm -hmm. not like, like, I have low manic depression, not, like, bipolar, where I can go either way, just low manic so I just have had to learn to be patient with myself when I can't do things Mm -hmm. and then like give myself a little bit of a break and then say okay now we've got to do we've got to do things now like oh yeah yeah you're in a little bit huge yeah I just have had to learn to give myself a break and that's been really hard too um yeah and that's the thing that you have to learn is because mm -hmm. a lot of us with who have ADHD are also perfectionists Mm -hmm. and so when you have that, that can go that that pendulum can swing one of two ways because I, it'll affect me to where I'm like, I don't know where to start on this project, and I want it to be done right. And mm-hmm. if I can't do it right, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, when I was diagnosed, uh, it was because <laughs> I wasn't turning my work in in school. Ah. Because it wasn't perfect. Yeah, you've told me this. <laughs> yes, we had to draw a picture. One of the biggest ones that st- sticks out in my mind, because this was, of course, in fifth grade, but uh, the biggest one that sticks out in my mind is we had a science project that we had to do. It was just to draw a piece, draw a picture of something. I think it was something underwater related or something like that. And as mm-hmm. I am also an artist, um, I wanted it to be perfect. I wanted to execute the picture I had in my head before I turned it in. And so I missed mm-hmm. the deadline by like a week and I got an F because I missed because it was late. Oh. Yep. I had and Fs. It, Yeah, and your mom knew that that was not you. Yeah. And yeah, I was sign I was also very impulsive in class. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to people around me. I was tapping my pen, clicking my, or clicking my pens, tapping my feet, um, all kinds of stuff like that. I was getting in trouble on the bus because I wouldn't sit because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd been sitting all day Yeah, and there were no seatbelts. So why would I sit? Yeah. And <laughs> why would you, know, you do that? In yeah. general, just saying, oh, okay. Yeah. And then forgetting and then continuing to do it. So it looked like I was being obstinate, but really I was just being forgetful. Mm-hmm. And because <laughs> I'm not a bad person, you know, I would never do something spiteful like that. Yeah. And um, I was just I was flipping my card all the time and I would forge my mom's signature <laughs> on me on my agenda so that I wouldn't get in trouble when I got home. Aww. And mom was like, I feel like this is so she took me to the doctor. I got tested. It came back with flying colors. Um <laughs> Because there was no reason I should be getting Fs. I was reading at a ninth grade level when I was in fifth grade. Yeah. Like, there was no there was no reason. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, my intelligence was off the charts. So, uh, yeah, so, I was put on Ritalin. And that is what got me through my last year of elementary school. I started immediately getting A's and being able to focus. And um, it, it was great because I loved being medicated. Um, because 
when you have ADHD and we'll get into it in a minute, but when you have ADHD, you can feel yourself annoying people <laughs> sometimes, yeah. which we all, we, we tend to all have like sparkling personalities that people enjoy and we tend to be very funny and theatrical and creative, which is a, the positive side of things, which is what I'm going to get into last. But on the flip side, you tend to not be able to stop yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And so you can feel, and, and because I also have OCD, I tend to go over the moments in my head when that really stick with me. And of course, no one else is thinking about me. Everyone's always just thinking about themselves. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? No one gives a shit what I did. Yeah. But I'm like, oh my God, they're never going to speak to me again. They think I'm so annoying and so weird. And you know what I mean? Like, it's just, and they don't give a shit. And, and so uh, a lot of shame comes with that and you get frustrated with yourself because you can't, you can't stop the impulse mm-hmm. and it just, it gets really, it can be really, really frustrating. So learning uh, through medication and really just being focused when I'm in social situ learning how to be really focused when I'm in social situations and mm-hmm. how to really read the room and things like that. And you know what I mean? It just, it's really the tools that you learn in therapy are invaluable. Yeah. And then of course the, the medicine helps you get, helps you get there. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes, I mean, I was, I'm severe. I was on 40 milligrams of Vyvanse twice a day. Like, oh my God, I, yeah, I'm a mess. And, but I've been able to learn because then, you know, our insurance changed and now I can't afford the medicine. So I've had to Mm -hmm. really be, I really put those tools into place. So, and I think I'm doing okay, but especially when I found CBD, that really helped. Um, Mm -hmm. So. And that was something that I can just get at the store instead of having to go for a vitals check every three months and yeah. and pay $500 for my prescription. So Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're good. We're good. Uh, so, okay. So let's go through this real quick. So mm-hmm. many adults with ADHD aren't aware that they have it. They just know that everyday tasks can be a challenge. Mm-hmm. Adults with ADHD might, may find it difficult to focus and prioritize leading to missed deadlines and forgotten meetings or social plans. One Mm -hmm. of the things I learned was to put everything in my calendar on my phone. Yeah. That's actually helped me a lot. And I don't even have ADHD. Yeah. That's (laughs) a full life skill for everyone. I put everything into my phone. Mm -hmm. Um, The end of, and I set, I set um, notifications that give me a notification a week before it happens, Mm -hmm. two days before it happens, the day before, and then like two hours before. (laughs) Oh my god, same. Yeah, because I've woken up in a sweat and terror and like called my doctor's office and been like, I have to move, move my appointment. And then they're like, it's Wednesday. Uh-huh. Your appointment's tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> like, it's just, it's, it's it, that. And then that in turn helps to calm my anxiety. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You um, just so reminded inability- me. You just reminded me, I have a doctor's appointment that I should probably put in my phone. Oh, (laughs) nice. You should put that in your phone. Yeah. Uh, The inability to control impulses can range from impatience, waiting in line, oh my God, or driving in traffic. (laughs) Unacceptable for me. I cannot wait in line and I cannot cannot handle a traffic jam. Um, Uh And it can also lead to, it can also um, include mood swings or outbursts of anger. So, Mm -hmm. and... So let's talk about impulsiveness for a second. So impulsiveness. Um, hang on a second. Let me pull up this other one too, because this one had 
I don't know. It was hard to find a comprehensive list, but I found kind of the main, the big ones. Mm-hmm. So, um, impulsiveness is really, really hard for me as an adult. Um, impulsiveness may sound like, hey, let's go on a trip tomorrow. It's it's not that, mm-hmm. for me at least. For me, the battle is impulsive spending, uh, like impulse buying, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Or acting on my cravings. Like if I'm like, you know, I just really want a hamburger and just doing it, even though yeah. I know I should get a chicken wrap. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Stuff like, oh man, but I'm just so hungry. I'm going to get a full like double cheeseburger with fries. And then I feel like shit later. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really hard for me to control those impulses. One of the biggest ones I have is Chinese food. If someone talks about Chinese food, I have to have Chinese food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, it it really comes into comes into problems with when I when I go shopping and stuff. And now that we have online shopping, it's even worse because I have a serious Amazon addiction. Mm-hmm. And so does my husband because we both have this. So we go sh- we'll go to Bowling Green and go shopping for the day, and we'll all find it. We'll both find stuff to add to our collections. Which hoarding is another thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We have to direct our hoarding symptom in a specific way <laughs> mm-hmm. with very specific ground rules. Ours is action figures. <laughs> <laughs> our house is too small, you guys. Yeah, it is. The amount yes. of pop figurines that you have. Oh, these are just the ones <laughs> I don't have in storage. Carrie. Yeah, girl. <laughs> oh, my it's God. also like it. It's you- also like an insurance plan, though, because we've been in a situation where I, I try to complete sets, and then mm-hmm. when we ever get in a situation where we need money, I sell them on eBay and make a buttload of money because I have complete sets. So That is fair. There's also that. So <laughs> that's my... I have to limit myself to one specific thing. So mine is pop vinyl. <laughs> the pop vinyl bobbleheads. Josh can kind of... Josh is right now on a comic book kick, but uh-huh. he also, you know, then wanted to get all the Witcher fig- figurines. And, mm-hmm. you know, he just, he, he likes, he gets on one specific, like, thread of stuff like that. I have um, a Beverly Marsh from It. I have, a, like, a young Beverly Marsh from It pop vinyl. And she uh, sits on top of my um, headboard. So you have one thing. So you don't have this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah. No, I don't. Like, that's not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> that was funny. Like, I have one. I'm like, good for you. <laughs> uh, okay, so disorganization and problems prioritizing. Um, poor time management skills. Mm-hmm. Problems focusing on a task. Trouble multitasking, which I'm actually really good at. But the problem mm-hmm. is that espe- is when when you do multitask or when you're interrupted a lot for the average person, it takes about 20 minutes to refocus. Mm -hmm. And the thing about people with ADHD is we also have something called hyper focus. Uh So when we do finally get focused, that is all we're on. It's like a, it's like a bullet. You know what I'm saying? That's why you can do Netflix so well. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, you get zoomed in on your one thing, and then when someone interrupts you, you tend to bite their head off because they've pulled you out of your zone. (laughs) So that's where the hot temper comes in. Mm -hmm. And also because a lot of this can lead to, oh, yeah, mood swings, frequent mood swings. Uh, When things don't go the way I thought they were going to go, I tend to cry. Um, (laughs) Low frustration tolerance is another one. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like when I can't find things, I lose my phone daily. 
every day. And Josh did not go to therapy as long as me, so he did not. He either did not learn or just kind of refuses to learn to put everything back in the right spot in the mm-hmm. fridge so I can never find anything in the goddamn fridge. Oh. Because <sighs> there's just like condiments mixed everywhere. Condiments go in the door. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows that. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's, and w- that's something that we've both, uh, the, 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 fresh, the low frustration tolerance and the hot temper is definitely something that we've both really had to work on together because mm-hmm. the fights that we used to have when we first got married. Yeah. Because then it turns into a trigger because... Mm-hmm something happens that's similar to something that pissed you off a billion times before and you're immediately at 110% anger. Yeah. Oh my you know god. There were there were so many articles that came up about people with ADHD being in relationships and I was like well one I don't feel like I need to cover that because that is not in my wheelhouse at all. Um and <laughs> and two I was like it's it's really good that there is all this information out there for people who are both ADHD and married and have problems like this. Like it's really cool that there's that much information about it. Biggest things that I, that the biggest obstacles that we have faced is the tone of our voices. Mm -hmm. Both of us, the tones of our voices. And I looked it up and people with ADHD do not hear the tone of their voice very well. Yeah. I mean, you can hear it for tones when you're delivering a, when delivering a joke or things like that. But when you're just comfortable, mm-hmm. you don't hear that you sound snarky. He doesn't hear it at all. Yeah. I had to hear it because I was hurting him. Mm-hmm. I was a lot more snappy than he is. And I have a thicker skin, I think. So it doesn't really bother me nearly as much. Mm-hmm. Um, it does lately but um (laughs) but you know because i you know my mom couldn't hear can't hear the tone of her voice so she sounds very aggressive a lot of the time and so it just it just rolls right off of me Mm -hmm. but he didn't have that growing up so (laughs) it's just yeah it's it's just it's that's def that's a big thing and it nobody ever talked about that we never talked about that in my therapy sessions or anything like that i think because we just we don't know yeah and so i looked i happened to google it after a certain fight and yeah it, yeah. it made me feel better. It brought me comfort to know that it was a symptom and that I wasn't alone. Yeah. And then I could move forward and work really hard to pay more attention. So. Absolutely. Um, did I say excessive activity or restlessness? No. Okay. Excessive activity or restlessness, poor planning, mm-hmm. uh, problems following through and completing tasks. Yeah. I um, can see that. And then trouble coping with stress. So... The uh the problems. <laughs> Do you remember when we started this podcast? And yes. you asked me if I had a podcast folder. Yeah. <laughs> and I said what? <laughs> I just throw it all in this pile. <laughs> I know exactly where everything is. <laughs> but don't put me in a box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, I have to have the folder, or it doesn't work. Or, like, I will lose everything. (laughs) You should see my desk at work. I don't think that I... I, It's chaos, but I know where everything is. That's fair. It's an an organized mess. I know exactly where everything is, and nobody can touch it. (laughs) I, um... I've gotten... Or, I used to be like that, but now I'm just like, no. (laughs) I can't put myself under that much stress. Well, I can't get the behaviors of making it organized so I yeah just, 
that, I mean, that's fair. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I just can't, I can't get into the routine of it. So, um, okay, so here's another little list that kind of broke things, these down a little bit better into things that people can actually um, kind of understand. Mm-hmm. So, a little bit better than, than the Mayo Clinic one that I just read. Sorry, that was from the Mayo Clinic. Um, (laughs) and then, uh, now I'm going to switch on over to Healthline because this put things into a more concise way and kind of pinpointed some things that I think are a little bit different Mm -hmm. than the way that this just kind of listed things. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, here real quick. So the complications before we move over to that. So the complications that can happen for people who have ADHD and that can make your life kind of difficult is that you, you know, you can come up with poor school or work performance like is like I did. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you're in a distracting environment and you can't afford your medication, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which can then of course lead to unemployment, um, financial problems because of the impulsivity, like I said, mm-hmm. um, trouble with the law because we tend to be impulsive Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> alcohol or, uh, or substance misuse because mm-hmm. we tend to self we're very we're at great risk of self-medicating yeah what were you gonna say oh nothing nothing never mind okay frequent <laughs> car accidents or other accidents because you're not paying attention um when Yikes. i first learned how to drive i was full-on paying attention to my cd player went off the road and sideswiped a a, a, a street sign oh my god um, I can't say much. I hit a caution sign one time. <laughs> I also looked down at my phone to check my clock when I was teaching, ran off the road, and completely totaled my car on someone's titanium mailbox. <gasps> no. Uh, who the yep. fuck has a titanium mailbox? Oh, it was like full on made of like cast iron steel or something. I mean, it was insane, <laughs> this thing. It ripped my whole engine to shreds under my car. What the actual yeah. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's how I ended up with my mini. Um, <laughs> yeah, my car didn't have a clock in it, so I looked at my phone. Uh, and uh, it was a very curvy road. I thought I knew it pretty well at that point, but nope. No. Uh, <laughs> um, I also have no patience, so I tend to get caught speeding. Uh, <laughs> unstable relationships. Do you remember... No. Th- yeah. That has happened a lot. What? <laughs> Do you remember when we went to the donut shop and those people in front of us were ordering like 40 donuts? <laughs> oh my God, yes. And, and you just... the whole conversation with the people and f- with the fucking cashier and I was yeah. about to absolutely murder them. Yeah, you just looked at me and you went, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's like, this, yep. this big motherfucker's gonna beat the shit out of both of us. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> like I get no, it, I but like... <laughs> I could take him. <laughs> I get scary when I'm angry. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> oh, my God. You I've... guys, the pain that I feel <laughs> when I am standing in line and whoever is in front, and I am in a hurry because I am mm-hmm. hungry or, you know, on my 10 minute break from work. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck may be the case. If I'm not in a hurry, sure, I'll wait in line. But most mm-hmm. of the time I'm in a hurry because I don't have patience. Yeah. So <laughs> I, the, 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 my biggest pet peeve with where I live is how fucking social everyone is and how inappropriately social everyone is. Yep. 
and how oblivious everyone is. <laughs> like, I'm at Dollar General. <laughs> I'm here to come in and get out. I'm here to buy cat food and get the fuck back to my couch. Yeah. I am not interested in listening to you talk to the cashier about every single one of your grandchildren and all the troubles you've had for the past three years. It's that's, inappropriate. That's an intense conversation and to have at the Dollar General. Earth, how on earth that poor cashier is paid to sit there and smile at you. <laughs> and the rest of us are sitting here and you're just completely oblivious to the fact that there's other people behind you waiting. Mm-hmm. These people in the donut shop, you guys, oh my God, they were not only having a conversation and the people who were working there were annoyed too oh yeah yeah they were not just me everyone annoyed because their donuts are incredible and people will come back yeah so (laughs) everyone was so annoyed but (laughs) they were they were they took forever yeah it was oh well what are my kids gonna eat maybe the kids can eat this can you get one of these well what about this how about such much of these well this guy's got one of our kids has a peanut allergy does this have peanuts well let's talk about a peanut allergy for the next 20 minutes oh my god two fucking donuts so that i can go home guys these these people ordered so many donuts that them and their five children could have donuts for breakfast like two or three donuts for breakfast every day for the next eight days. It was was an insane insane amount of donuts. It was absolutely insane. Yeah. And And it wouldn't have been good in eight days because their donuts are super fucking fresh. They were going to be so hard. They're like gourmet donuts. Like they're they're not fucking around with their donuts. (laughs) Oh no, they're not. They're the best donuts (laughs) on the planet. And I was so mad. Oh, because we had to get back here and work. Yeah. The big thing. And mm. like we had shit to get done. Yeah. It was it was a lot. <laughs> and the kids were starving because they were waiting. <laughs> oh my god. Can't handle it. Cannot handle it. I sit in traffic jams and I feel like I'm absolutely going to come out of my skin. Oh, I know. <laughs> Especially and it's a lot to do with the fact that I have a stick shift car and traffic jams are physically exhausting. Yeah. So, there's also that. Um, once I move to an automatic, it might be a little bit better, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, Josh had to physically hold me back. Like <laughs> I go places to get where I'm going. Mm-hmm. So when we were on our honeymoon, we were holding hands and walking and I was like going through the, like dodging and weaving through the crowd to get where we were going. And he was like, Carrie, we have all day. <laughs> we can walk <laughs> at a pace. He was literally just like pulling me back and holding me next to him. Like, nope. We're not going to do that. We're going to be because happy. Anytime, yeah. Well, anytime I've ever gone to a theme park, you've got to hit everything really quick because we only went for like two days, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was like, boom, 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 boom. And he was like, no, we, we have all week. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Yeah. It'll be fine. Um, <laughs> yep. It'll, we'll, we'll still be here. Okay. So here's here's the other list that I found. So um, self-focused behavior. So a common sign, and listen to the way this is worded. A common sign of ADHD is what looks like an inability to recognize the other people's needs and desires. This Mm -hmm. can turn into, this can lead to the next two signs, interrupting and trouble waiting their turn. Mm -hmm. So let me interpret this real fast because this is 100% true. It's not because we're only focused on ourselves. Mm Mm-hmm. 
we interrupt because we're afraid we're going to forget what we're going to say. Yeah. Because I generally do when I wait my turn to speak. I forget what I was going to say. And then that hilarious joke is gone. <laughs> um, <laughs> which I've had to really, really learn to control. Mm-hmm. And because it's mean. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, it's 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 mean. And I get frustrated when people interrupt me all the time. So, like, yeah. Um. Because I have empathy and because I've recognized it, I, I've i been really trying to work on that. But And then trouble waiting their turn, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to get your turn over with in a game. You want to get you want to get to the front of the line. You want to. Yeah. You know, if only life had a fast pass. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like it's only we're only focused on ourselves. But it's. It, it, the trouble waiting our turn, I think, is just the go, 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 go. That is, uh, you know, ingrained in our DNA. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And you just can't stop. Like, I have such trouble sleeping because of that go, 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 go. I have a whole routine that I have that I go through in order to make sure that I sleep Mm -hmm. properly because my brain won't stop. So I have a whole routine. And if I match it every single night, which I tend to not do because I'm an idiot. Well, not really. That's not true. Yeah, Sorry. no. That, that was not kind to yourself. Um, no, that was not positive self-talk because I am a naturally rebellious person and it's very difficult for me to control that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then I can get to sleep in like five minutes. But otherwise, if I just lay there and I haven't, I don't have something to listen to or I don't have my essential oils or, you know, there's something missing from my routine, it takes me a lot longer to go to sleep. So, mm-hmm. That, that then leads to anxiety when I'm traveling and things like that and sleeping in unfamiliar territory and all that jazz. So, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> so yeah, and then here's the, where, which leads to interrupting. Self-focused behavior may cause a child with ADHD, a person, I'm going to say person, a person with ADHD yeah. to interrupt others while they're talking or butt into conversations or games they're not a part of. I butt into conversations all the time because I hear everything. Mm-hmm. my brother has this problem too we'll we'll go to a restaurant and we hear every conversation around us Mm -hmm. i'll hear conversations out in the out out in the common area at work and the person who's asking the question to another person like the other person doesn't have the answer and i have the answer so (laughs) (laughs) so why not yeah or they give the wrong answer and i'm like no and yeah it's just it's just one of those things Mm -hmm. but whatever um (laughs) Uh, okay. Trouble waiting their turn. You know, you have trouble waiting their turn during classroom activities or when playing games, things like that. Um, oh, here's a good one. Emotional turmoil. Mm -hmm. A child with ADHD may have trouble keeping their emotions in check. They may have outbursts of anger at inappropriate times. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Poor kiddos. Poor people. It's probably because the person behind you is making noise and it's making you not be able to focus on what the teacher's saying and you just want to absolutely pull that pencil out of that kid's hand and shove it up its nose. Yeah. Which, you know, (laughs) is a fair thing to want to do, not something you should do. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Or you let things bother you and bother you and bother you and then suddenly it's like, okay, you've got to stop talking. Mm Mm-hmm. You're so loud, I can't hear myself think. (laughs) (laughs) Why won't you put the band-aids back in the right place? (laughs) 
That's Josh's biggest thing is he holds it in and holds it in and holds it in and then doesn't tell me, you know, Mm -hmm. and then we have to, yeah, we've had to work on that. (laughs) And then suddenly he's angry for no reason. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Where did this come from? I just asked if you knew where the mayonnaise was. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you always bubble? You know what I mean? And it's just, Mm -hmm. yeah, we've had to really work. We've learned how to communicate properly with each other now. That's Thankfully good. that 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 doesn't <laughs> generally happen that much anymore. So, but it took a lot of work. That's what I'm yeah. saying. You've got to put the work in. Yeah, um, it took you guys like five years to figure that out. <laughs> it really did. This like uh, what it, my uh, one of my coworkers and I have a joke that you know married for five years, two good years, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, okay, fidgetiness. Mm-hmm. People with ADHD can't sit still. I'm always tapping my foot or bouncing my leg squirming that kind of thing i've got to get up and take a lap every now and then Mm -hmm. um problems playing quietly (laughs) i can't even sit quietly and look at my phone i have to share it with everyone or i have to uh show it to josh constantly yeah (laughs) (laughs) and it really makes me mad when he doesn't engage in what i'm doing like if i'm I turn something on because I want him to watch it, but I don't tell him I want him to watch it mm-hmm. a lot of the times. And then I look over and I'm like, what is so important on your phone? <laughs> you have been staring at that phone all night. He's playing Josh, his game. Look, Josh, look, <laughs> Josh, look, Josh, look. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, what could you possibly be reading that's so interesting? <laughs> uh, and also because of that... Um, Oh, let's, that leads me straight into this next one. Unfinished tasks. Okay. A child with, or a person with ADHD may show interest in lots of different things, but they may have problems finishing them. Mm-hmm. For example, they may start projects or businesses, chores or homework, but then move on to the next thing or cleaning <laughs> <laughs> or then move on to the next thing that catches their interest before finishing. I have this happen a lot lately with laundry. Mm-hmm. I really want it to get all done and then I'll fold like three things and then be like, Oh God, I really don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and it's Same. like impossible to make myself finish it. And so then yeah. it sits on the couch in a pile that my dog lays in and throw and shoves into the couch and all kinds of stuff. And I lose socks and things Yeah, because I couldn't stay focused enough. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Huh? Lack of focus. A child, <laughs> a person with ADHD may have trouble paying attention, even if someone was speaking directly to them. Mm-hmm. They'll say they heard you, but they won't be able to repeat back to you what you said. This happens to me all the time at work on the phone. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm constantly telling my, asking my customers, I'm either taking notes, I have to take notes while I'm on the phone with my customers, or they have to promise that they're going to email me all of this information later. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, this big bid that I just won, mm-hmm. I've told this lady that I want her her boss and my boss to just talk to each other because I'm not going to be able to convey the detail <laughs> secondhand. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just, mm-hmm. I need, it needs to come straight from the horse's mouth so that he can explain everything properly and they can just talk to each other and tell us what they want us to do. <laughs> yeah. Because it gets really complicated. Oh, yeah. Um. I, I tend to ask people to repeat themselves a lot, mm-hmm. especially, you know, especially I've re- this was really hard in school because they want you to take notes while also listening to their lecture and they don't give you time to write the stuff down. 
They because have gotten a, a whole lot better about that. Well, a lot of teachers are just afraid of silence, and so mm-hmm. and that's been a that's become a part of the training now. Mm-hmm. But a lot of my teachers, when I was in school, would just keep talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. I actually had one teacher that was amazing, and he would print the notes yeah. from the slides for me, and then I would just add notes as he went. Oh, so that's awesome. Then I didn't feel like I had to write everything down that he was saying, which was amazing. When I Actually, was in, ended up getting an A in that class. <laughs> good, good. Uh, when I was in high school, I had a lot of teachers who would, um, they would print their PowerPoints for us and they would like leave blanks in the, mm-hmm. in the PowerPoint and we would fill in the words. So we would still be listening and taking exactly. notes, but we yeah. weren't having to rush to get everything down. And like he would take yeah. those up and give us a participation grade for those. Which was yeah, that's nice absolutely a um, that's absolutely a new development mm-hmm. that's been born out of a lot of people having this issue here. Yeah, um, and then you know that of course leads to anxiety. I forgot what he said. Can you repeat that? Blah blah blah. You know, mm-hmm. and it just it turns into a cycle, and then you get frustrated with yourself, and you feel stupid because no one else is asking the person to repeat themselves. <laughs> <sighs> and then it just turns into a big old ball snowball of misery. Yeah, I do have a teacher. Um. um Sorry. Sorry, continue. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, well, I do have a teacher this semester who still writes notes on the board, which I haven't seen in a long time. So we're <laughs> so we're constantly, yeah, we're like trying to write everything down. And then he'll pull the fucking screen down in front of the whiteboard. <laughs> like yeah. as soon and then as he said just, it. just like throws their pencil and they're like, what am I even trying to do? Yeah. <laughs> this guy behind me, he, he did it the other day and this guy behind me just goes, fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> And a bunch of us just giggled. We were just like, yep, (laughs) we feel that. (laughs) I feel your pain. (laughs) Everyone's thinking it. I'm just saying it. Yep. He said, fuck. Um. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this can also, we can go to mistakes. So people with ADHD can have trouble following instructions that require planning or executing a plan. Mm-hmm. Especially if you have to hold that plan in your head and it's not up on the board or written out in a packet of some kind. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This can lead to careless mistakes, but it doesn't indicate laziness or lack of intelligence. It's just trying to remember everything and execute the plan at the same time is, yeah. t- is too much. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, I used to do this a lot in math. This was a big thing for me in math. So I had to just, my, my teachers were always trying to get us to learn to skip steps and I could never skip steps. Mm-hmm. I had to write out every single step, every single time. And one of my teachers made fun of me for it. And I was like, well, I, I mean, I got to do what I got to do, man. Yeah. I'm sorry that that threatens you or you think it's silly, but. That's incredibly <laughs> fucking this rude. Is, this, is, this is the way that I can get it right every time. So no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to skip steps. Yeah. I can't do it in my head. <laughs> All right. I'm not folk. There's too many bumblebees up in my brain for me to do math in my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Daydreaming. This is my biggest one. Okay. <laughs> this is my biggest, biggest one. People mm-hmm. with ADHD are not always rambunctious and loud. Another sign of ADHD is being quieter and less involved than other kids. Mm-hmm. When I'm not medicated, I'm very quiet. Yeah. Work. A child with ADHD may stare into space, daydream, and ignore what's going on around them. This has been happening to me a lot lately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
a lot more lately. Like Josh will walk in and I'm literally just staring at the window. <laughs> and the curtains are drawn. I'm not looking out the window. I'm just staring into the corner. Yeah. <laughs> just lost in my own thoughts. And he's like, babe, what's up? <laughs> and I'm just like, you okay, well, I'm just babe? Thinking. And he's like, yeah, what about, yeah, I can see that you're thinking. What are you thinking about? And I'm like, nothing. <laughs> literally nothing. Just off in my own world. You know, Aww. my my dad would try to get me ready in the morning and he would come in and I'd just be staring at the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your poor com- dad. <laughs> completely like- out to lunch. <laughs> yeah, I, I could really see hard, your dad doing I have a really hard that. time rushing. Yeah, I have a really hard time rushing. So I get really... Irrit- uh, that's another th- battle that Josh and I have had to conquer because... He won't start getting ready until it's base. He used to like not start getting ready till it was basically time to go, or he wouldn't tell me what time we had to be somewhere, and then wake mm-hmm. up and assume I knew and I needed time to get ready. So I, it's it's just it's a communication thing again of like, okay, what time are we leaving? Mm-hmm. When are we go? Where are we going? What's gonna happen? You know what I mean? It's just yeah. I hate to be rushed, so it's like I need to know. <laughs> I need to know how far ahead I need to prepare and stuff like that. Mm-hmm trouble getting organized we've already talked about that forgetfulness Mm -hmm. (sighs) people with adhd may be forgetful in daily activities they they may forget to do their chores their homework and they may lose things often such as their keys or phone Mm -hmm. or shoes entire pieces of their wardrobe that are very important and necessary and they have no idea where they are Naturally. I have a few things that I wear all the time in the summer, and I have no fucking clue where they are. Oh, no. Not a clue. Yep. <laughs> Josh leaves his cell phone charger everywhere. He forgets to plug his phone in at night, so his phone's always dead. I mean, you know, oh it's my just God. one of those. Yeah. I, it's, yeah. I've screamed at him over that before. Of like, what if I was <laughs> dead? <laughs> what if I was in a car accident? <laughs> How am I supposed to get a hold of you? Yeah. Oh, goodness. Okay. So let's talk about some of the positives and then I'm going to be done. Okay. Are you okay? Oh, yeah. I'm good. I'm just very tired. I'm so sorry. me too. No, you're good. I'm tired too. Okay. So one of the things that I learned in therapy is um, he actually had this broken down into a pros and cons list and he had each negative potentially you know negative symptom mm-hmm. matched with one that was positive that was in the same light oh okay and that's a great way to look at things is he's maybe yeah. stop calling it a disorder for one thing oh good um and he was we he was like we're not going to use that word in here we're going to talk about managing your symptoms but we're not going to call it a disorder because that is such a negative connotation and there are so many the the, the positives of it far outweigh mm-hmm. the negatives so um, I just wanted to touch on some of this stuff mm-hmm. real fast. There, there's 19 of them. I don't, I'm not going to go through all 19, but because we've been talking a lot, <laughs> but, um, I'm tired of hearing my voice, but, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, uh, let's just go through some of these that are really positive because I think that, I don't know, it just, it helps. It helps you not feel like a victim. You're not a victim if you have this. You absolutely have plenty of advantages. There are lots of advantages that come with it. Yeah, absolutely. And it shouldn't be treated as an an excuse to not succeed. Mm -hmm. 
Because we have all the tools. We just think differently than other people. Yeah. That's all. So, okay. So, hyperfocus. Let's talk about hyperfocus. Mm-hmm. ADHD's trademark hyperfocus is a serious advantage. If you can effectively channel all that attention and energy into work that makes a difference, quote, many scientists, writers, and artists with ADHD have had very successful careers, in large part because of their ability to focus on what they're doing for hours on end. Mm-hmm. Once I get into the zone, it's called they call it the zone. Once I get yeah. into the zone, that's what I'm doing and time disappears. Mm-hmm. Completely disappears. Um, on the flip side, I tend to uh, to procrastinate on things that will take up my attention like that. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. editing. <laughs> things that require my attention for long periods of time, I tend to procrastinate on. But once you get into it, you're into it. And that's mm-hmm. all I'm doing, you know? Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Oh, this is a good one. Um, ADHD resilience. ADHD isn't always a walk in the park, but and we've all faced our share of disappointments and embarrassments over the years. But people with ADHD excel at pushing past setbacks, adapting new strategies, and moving forward better than ever. As Linda Rogley said, quote, we see the light at the end of the darkest tunnel. We pick ourselves up off the sidewalk, and when we fall... We smile through our tears. Unquote. By the way, this is from an uh, this is from a magazine oh. that you can subscribe to called um, Attitude. So it's A D D I T U D. So little play on words. Oh, nice. So it's about keeping up. You know, it's about the attitude. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the next one: a sparkling personality. Individuals with ADHD are bright, creative, and funny, often using self-deprecating humor to remind the world that perfection is wholly uninteresting. (laughs) (laughs) They've they've faced challenges, learned novel ways to manage their symptoms, and developed a sense of humility and self-respect along the way. All these traits add up to a person that is a pleasure to be around and brightens others' day with their warmth. Aw. Well, that's sweet. Yeah. But don't see that as the only thing because a lot of times it's to keep you know yeah (laughs) a lot of times it's used as a defense mechanism yep and they're going to be embarrassed of the the way they've been acting so it's in part because people with adhd tend to be very very sensitive emotionally because they're so in tuned with everyone else and with themselves it's important to show people with adhd a lot of affection (laughs) (laughs) yeah not necessarily physical affection but you know hey Mm-hmm. love you looking forward to hanging out with you that last night was so much fun you know that kind of thing because we tend to sit and fixate and think that you don't ever want to speak to us again oh <laughs> honey it's just the way it goes man oh i was being so obnoxious why couldn't i stop <laughs> oh this is one of my favorite ones generosity yeah that's a good one barbara an attitude reader from from uh from virginia writes that the thing she loves most about her son is quote his generosity and his desire to please those he cares about he is so protective of his younger sister unquote individuals with adhd love to make people happy whether it's by sharing a cookie or inviting a friend to cry on their shoulder oh i love that one i do too um ingenuity this is a good one too we're able to harness that adhd creativity in strange and wonderful ways attitude contributor contributor linda rogley struggled with filing her papers alphabetically so she came up with her own system 
Quote, the associations with my, in my head are one of a kind, she says. If my brain thinks of life insurance policies and bicycle warranties the same way, that's how I file them. Well, you know what? That's that fair. Folder, right? <laughs> when I return to that folder, I'll find them both. Whatever works for you, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, another is a strong sense of fairness. Mm-hmm. Um, after living with accommodations or perhaps struggling without them, hello, people with, ADHD, people with ADHD know that fair doesn't always mean equal. Mm-hmm. I've said that before. <laughs> <laughs> they understand that different people need different things to succeed and they're committed to helping whomever they can. Mm-hmm. Which is why we make great teachers. Yeah. <clears throat> Willingness to take a risk. Thomas Edison, who probably had ADHD, put all his efforts toward inventing the light bulb, even when it seemed impossible. Mm -hmm. In the end, it took him more than 3,000 tries before he made a functioning light bulb. Oh, yeah. The victory was immeasurably sweet because he had to risk a lot and fail even more to make it work. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... He literally went insane trying to make that. And look at how much we rely on it now. We may have to do a crooked news on Edison because he kind of went off his rocker. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I and Tesla both went off their rockers. I tr- like I found this great list of people that I thought all had ADHD in history, and then mm-hmm. it then it started going off in a bunch of different things, and I'm like, that is not what I was looking for. Only two mm-hmm. of them had ADHD. I'm like, well. <laughs> Not That's using funny. that today. <laughs> Whoops. Someone with ADHD did the article. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the flip side of impulsivity is spontaneity. Mm-hmm. As attitude blogger L- Allison Larkin points out, quote, acting on impulse sometimes, res- sometimes, <laughs> being the key word, sometimes results in wonderful things. A mm. totally unplanned drive to New England in the middle of a snowstorm brought her to the town she would fall in love with and later move to. Find out what your spontaneity t- can do for you. Oh. And then this is a really good one, too. This has the cutest picture with it, too. Aww. A great sense of humor. <laughs> Well-adjusted people with ADHD have learned to use humor to cope with difficult situations. Great oh, and small. no wonder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Need proof? Head over to Allison Larkin's page to see how she how this comedian uses humor to deal with life's challenges. Oh, constant surprises! Oh, this is because you lose things. This is really funny. This is the last one. No, okay. it's not. Just kidding. Uh, finding money or clothing or a tasty snack that you forgot about earlier makes life a string of pleasant surprises. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who mm-hmm. knows what you'll uncover next? <laughs> Sometimes I find money in my pockets. Yeah. um people tend to be very romantic spontaneity outside of the box creativity and heightened energy are all traits of people with adhd that add pizzazz to romantic interludes adults with adhd are known for showering their partners with affection and forever believing in the power of love even when their relationships hit a bump in the road oh so when you both have it you get it double, which is awesome. That it gets is. awesome. If you can work through it and be patient with one another or learn to be patient with one another, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's awesome. 
Um, engaging conversational skills. One thing is certain. With ADHD, there's never a quiet moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Your constantly racing brain is always leading you towards new topics of discussion and questions of import. Of import. Awkward lulls in the conversation are virtually non-existent. True. Um, compassion is another big one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to... Oh, this was a good one that said... Um, there was a mom that wrote this in and said, I'd rather have a kind, cooperative kid than a smart aleck who gets straight A's without trying. So, yeah. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> uh, persistence goes without saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, this is a good one. I'm going to go ahead and read this because this one's amazing. Um, Lisa Aro's daughter has ADHD, dyslexia, sensory processing disorder, and she can only see out of one eye. Oh, Wow. Does that let her stop? Th- does th- she let any of this stop her? Nope. As her mother writes to her, as her mother writes to her, she she wrote this to her daughter. It says, "You draw, you write, draw, paint, film, act, invent, create, and dream. You set your sights on something and do it. No disability has ever stopped you from pursuing what you want." Aww, isn't that amazing? That is superstar creativity. Uh, famous people with ADHD include Justin Timberlake, mm-hmm. um, Chef Alex Hernandez, and comedian Howie Mandel. Oh, Not to really? Dozens of others. Um, people with ADHD are often highly intelligent and creative, and these famous faces prove that your diagnosis will n- only hold you back if you let it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, people with ADHD tend to seek jobs that aren't normal. Yeah. So that makes sense. You need spontaneity in your day and variety so mm-hmm. <clears throat> a different perspective you always bring a different perspective to things your personal experience and unique perspective on situations can change mini- can change minds and lots of things like that um <laughs> this is funny these days it seems like everyone is a quote ADHD expert and the media often portrays the disorder unfairly yeah living with the disorder or parenting a child who does allows you to always be there to correct the negative perceptions and spread awareness which is awesome yeah contagious motivation being highly being highly organized punctual and generally responsible ha gotcha (laughs) (laughs) so that one was a psych yeah but yeah, <laughs> so those were really good. Yeah, puts a positive spin on the thing. It does. So it's definitely not something to be looked at as a disorder, but it can be a disorder if it goes untreated and you don't have the tools to manage your brain. Which mm-hmm. we all need tools to manage our brain, but yeah. you have to learn how to focus all that energy correctly, or you can end up in a lot of trouble. My brother has ADHD really bad as well. Mm-hmm. He manages his through rigorous exercise. Yeah. And because uh, he keeps his endorphins high. And he's always been very disciplined with running and going to the gym and stuff because he did cross country, which is a pretty much self motivated sport. Yeah. So he's really got that in him. Um, I did theater, so I don't have that. Um, <laughs> I don't have that. I don't, I don't have that part of, you know, the, the exercise routine. That's really hard for me. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly with my depression and things like that. So that's always a constant struggle, but he, he, he keeps his, he keeps his tight that way. Um, and he also has a genius level IQ. Yeah. And he had a behavior chart when he was in elementary school because he could not sit still. He could not focus because he was bored out of his fucking mind. Mm hmm. And once we figured that out <laughs> <laughs> and we got him challenged, he was good. 
you know? Yeah. So it's not always because you, oh, I just have a shitty kid. No, it's or, because oh, they're not being I, challenged at all. You, you, they have to be engaged. Yeah. Or they're not compl- fucking the reading. Yeah, well, the things that I'm not interested in, I'm completely 100% not interested in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, like, if I have to do it for a grade, it's different. But now that I'm an adult, I don't pay attention to stuff that I don't give a shit about. Yeah. <laughs> Same. So, yeah, it's not... I, it, it, I don't know. You can't judge... You can't judge the... You can't judge the... Always judge the school b- performance on how they'll be when they get out. And it's important to look at the whole problem and not just treat the symptoms by sticking them in time out all the time, mm-hmm. which I know, you know, definitely punish your kid. Like, but yeah, you know, like we just, we have to make sure that we're looking at the whole picture. Yeah. There is such a thing as over punishing. Well, and there's also such a thing as being bored. Yeah. And that can come out in a variety of, in a variety of ways. Mm-hmm. And it's important to recognize them. So, yep. all right. Mm-hmm. That's my segment. Awesome. Good job. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. You ready for a break? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is from understood.org. Um, okay. Wonderful website that I found. Um, all the resources. Uh, these are all for educators. They're backed by research, vetted by experts, and reviewed by classroom teachers. Ooh, okay. Um, this one is under the umbrella of connecting with students. Uh, it's by Melissa Rubin. She's a um, master's in education teacher. Um, okay. And this is titled Teacher to Teacher, How My Brother's ADHD Shaped My Teaching. And I just thought that this was really sweet and well-written. I love that. Yeah, and it had some good stuff in it, so... Uh, I figured that this was good for really anybody, um, whether you're a teacher or a parent who has children with ADHD or even a friend or family member of someone with ADHD. It it helps. Um, yeah. The more so. you're informed, the more the better things are. Mm-hmm. Knowledge is power. Yeah. And she's got adorable pictures of her and her brother up here. And yeah. Aww. Yeah. One of them, they're matching. They're so cute. They've got little USA shorts or shirts with red shorts and little white hats. Um, but okay. That's uh, so cute. <laughs> right? <laughs> A vivid memory I have from my childhood goes to like this. I am 14 years old. It's 2 a.m. I should be asleep, but the sound of my six-year-old brother downstairs is keeping me awake. What is he doing? (laughs) (laughs) Blasting music? Because I used to do that. Nope. (laughs) Nope. What's he doing? Building a Connect roller coaster museum. (laughs) Yep. Because naturally... That's what you yep. need to be doing at 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got it started and you're going to finish it because you have an excellent plan in mind. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't, if you stop, you'll forget it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My brother Noah was diagnosed with ADHD when he was eight years old. As a 16-year-old, I didn't know what that meant. I did know that Noah passionately explored many interests at home. Magic cup stacking, drumming, and computers, to name a few. Once he found a new interest, he couldn't focus on anything else until he mastered it. 
But at school, Noah felt misunderstood and frustrated. If he could maintain focus and enthusiastically complete tasks at home, why was school so hard for him? When I started college, I had several career paths in mind, but one kept coming to the forefront. Teaching. I didn't want to be just any teacher. I wanted to be a teacher who taught kids with ADHD, recognized their strengths, and gave them the positive experiences they deserved. I wanted, Reach, sister. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be the teacher Noah would have loved, the one who learned about his interests to see him more as see him as more than just the kid who lo- who moves too much. Wow, I can't talk. It's okay. I can't talk either. <laughs> this is where we're at. <laughs> I'm also a couple of glasses of wine in. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so. <laughs> to be this teacher, I had to experiment to find out which strategies work best for students who learn and think differently. As an elementary education major, I did not learn these strategies hey, in my program. Yeah. I started too. <laughs> Um, But she didn't learn these things in her program. She searched online, read teacher blogs, and asked for help from other teachers at my school. I also thought a lot about my brother. While every student has different needs, I found that these four strategies help students thrive in my classroom. Number one, find students' strengths. Not every student... mm -hmm. absolutely. And I don't let them talk about their weaknesses much. When they say, oh, I can't get this. I'm like, but no, you got this other thing over here. Or, but, you know, I've really, really tried to hammer home the positive self-talk. Yeah. And no, but look how good at, but look, whatever, what do you mean you're not good at English? Look what you just did. You're awesome. (laughs) You know? Yeah, (laughs) that's awesome. Um, so not every student can tell you what they're good at, but by observing your students and talking with their families, you can find where they excel. Sometimes students' strengths aren't strictly academic. They may be skills like drawing, playing a musical Mm -hmm. instrument, or knowing every part of a computer. If you get to know your students on a personal level, you can build on their strengths and plan lessons around their interest. Number two, Mm -hmm. Uh, build positive relationships with families. Have them fill out questionnaires so that you can learn about students' interests and challenges. Speak with families about their experiences and keep them up to date on class activities. Be present at after-school activities. Um, Building strong relationships. That's Mm -hmm. huge. Be present at your kids' after-school activities because they will absolutely remember that you weren't there. Absolutely. Um. Building strong. You may think it's not important and that it's like going to be boring or whatever, but they will be so touched by your presence. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, they'll see they the, will. If you're not there, they'll see everybody else, everybody else's parents who are there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. 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 Um, building strong relationships with parents and families shows students that you care about them as whole people. Number three, provide mm-hmm. choice. Uh, When students get to choose how to show their learning, they feel empowered. In my classroom, I follow the UDL practice of giving students multiple ways to show what they know. Uh, Not sure exactly what the UDL practice is, but if you're an instructor, you probably know. (laughs) I'm not going to go into that too much, um, but we can kind of infer. So, for example, students can choose to draw a picture, write a poem, or make a video to summarize what they learned from an informational text. Get this all the time in college. I think it's... Oh, I know what it is, but I can't can't think what what it actually stands for. 
Eh. Oh shit. This is not an educational podcast. <laughs> this that's is fair. just <laughs> an educational episode that's not super educational. Um, students can also <laughs> choose. <laughs> I'm educational. Yeah, I was just talking about my part where I didn't do my homework very well. Um, <laughs> oh, you're uh, silly. <laughs> thanks. I'm tired and drunk. <laughs> mm. Okay. Okay. Students can also choose where they complete an assignment, whether on the carpet, at a desk, or at a table. Um, Number four, be flexible. If a student Mm -hmm. is not emotionally or physically ready to learn, don't force it. Talk to your students throughout the day to assess their readiness to learn. If they need a break, take a whole class or individual brain break. Allowing students to decompress. brain break. I like that. I like that, too. God, do I need a a brain break. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Allowing students to decompress by... vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Same. Allowing students to decompress by acting silly or being mindful helps them to refocus and produce higher quality work afterward. Absolutely. So those were her four things. And um, now she tells us where Noah is. So today, my brother Noah is a junior at Penn State University majoring in computer science. I think about him every day as I'm teaching. I think about him when my students who have ADHD need to walk around the classroom or talk about their favorite hobby before starting their assignment. I think about him at back to school night when I explain to parents why I became a teacher. Uh, this is going to make me cry. Um, <laughs> I love this. I do too. Uh, Even if you didn't grow up with someone who learns and thinks differently, you can show empathy by adapting adapting your instruction, but more importantly, your mindset. All students can learn if you create the right environment for them to do so. If you can find and build upon their strengths, students will engage, feel appreciated, and thrive. Um, I love it. I do too. And I just thought that this was a really cool resource for, especially for educators. Um, so if yeah. anyone listening is a teacher, uh, understood.org. Um, and That's very cool. Yeah. This is also good for like parents. Um, and um, there was one on here that made me think about you. Cause you told me that story about not handing in homework. And there was literally oh, an article yeah. that said why kids don't hand in homework. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it wasn't ready. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there are, like, when you go to the homepage of this website, literally the first thing on here is how can we help? My child struggles with, and then there's, like, a drop-down menu of things to choose from. Like, you can oh, do wow. issues or conditions um, and, like, tell them what grade your child is in, and it'll, like, do awesome, it'll pull up awesome articles and... That's so cool. Yeah. And there's like that. Yeah, there's a whole community tab so you can find people around you that are also dealing with kids that are struggling with this kind of thing. And I mean it really is dealing with kids. Not (laughs) not dealing, but are also You knew what I meant. Living. Living with Living. Yeah. That are also Yeah, coping. Um <laughs> you knew dealing with my child today. <laughs> you knew I didn't mean oh, that negatively. Funny. I did. I thought, yeah, but I wasn't gonna let it go. I was gonna make fun of you. Yeah, of course you are. <laughs> um, but I mean, mm-hmm. it really is a 
you need a village for this well, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, and we all need a village. Yeah. Is the thing. It's just that sometimes our brains don't all work the same. Mm-hmm. And so we just have to figure out ways to m- get through life and still be happy, fully functioning individuals. It just has to have things lined up in a certain way in order to be successful. And we have to learn how to follow those things. So highly recommend therapy, highly recommend educating yourself. There are some really great books out there. Um, I think that my mom had one called I Can't Learn, which was really good. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's several, several books that we'll post. um, And I'm sure Amanda will find for us (laughs) (laughs) Um, that that are to do with this. My mom read a ton of books because that's what both of us do. We research. Mm -hmm. So um, I might actually grab some suggestions from her so all right i think it's time for a game all righty i'm ready what do you think yeah (laughs) i am ready and it is my turn to go first for a laugh it is so um (laughs) this is our game excuse me i'm just burping so much and it's so gross um (laughs) i have um this is our game by drunk stoned or stupid um called if you had to so it's Kay's turn to go first Mm -hmm. so if you had to and Would this you? is this is something I do every day. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> work as a human pinata. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! You killed me. Oh. oh my god! I laughed so hard that I gagged. <laughs> I oh work in retail. So. You are a human pinata. I am. It is oh my me. It's so funny. <laughs> I'm crying. (laughs) That image was really funny. Um, (laughs) Or ride Peter Dinklage like a sled down an extremely steep mountain. Oh. I don't, but I like Peter Dinklage. I do too. (laughs) And I already do the human pinata thing. So, I mean, human pinata it is. If it was consensual, I would do that even though steep, steep things really scare me. (laughs) I don't want to be beaten. <laughs> if I had to, I would do that one time rather than live a lifestyle. Oh, true. Of getting beaten. But that's just my choice. We don't have to agree. Yeah. I'm still <laughs> going with the human pinata. Because, I mean. All right. Fair enough. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Hopefully you found this informative and we weren't too boring. We're very, very tired. Yeah, we're sorry. Because we've had to rec- we've had to record very late at night because of Kay's work schedule and crazy stuff that's going on. So hopefully this will pick back up uh, yeah. once, you know, her work is more consistent and things like that. And we can have a consistent day that we can, <laughs> yeah. we can have our routine back. <laughs> yeah. So it'll uh, definitely be easier this summer. Yeah, um, and it'll be better in the next couple of weeks. So yeah. we'll, we'll get there. But thank you guys for being patient. Hopefully yeah. you learned something. Hopefully you learned to point out some symptoms in somebody in yourself or someone that you know and be kind and just, you know, think of all the positives that come along with this kind of a brain and all of that stuff too. So yeah, um, find us on all the social media. Definitely head over to the Lexington Bookie. Check out her amazing blog read the stuff that she's paired with our episodes send us your listener stories to talk crooked at gmail.com please yes we want to hear from you guys especially when it comes to this kind of stuff i love hearing people's mental health journeys so yeah that's like my favorite thing so please definitely write in um 
Also, please go leave us a five-star review. That poster is coming. We've hit some snags, sorry, um, <laughs> in our lives with, with that, but um, just because it, it hasn't been getting done because of so many things, events that have transpired. So mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we, will, um, we will definitely be getting those out, and we'll post them everywhere so you can see them, and then maybe that'll help motivate people. But um, definitely go head over, leave us a five-star review if you like us, and remember, you are not a monster. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Talk Cricket. Music is by Gisla Niebach. Check out our website, talkcricket.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things cricket, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Cricket. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time.